Right, a big win for Google this week. The Australian High Court has ruled the search engine is not a publisher and therefore not legally responsible for defamatory news articles. So the High Court overturned an initial defamation finding by the Victorian Supreme Court in relation to a 2004 article on the Age website. To discuss the implications of this, I'm joined by lawyer Rick Shearer, who has expertise in technology law. Thanks for your time this morning, Rick. Good morning. Good morning. So defamation lawyers in Australia have been shocked by this decision. What did you make of the ruling? Yeah, it is very interesting. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting in the background that uh, there have been quite a few cases in Australia which um, I guess one might say almost not surprisingly arise out of the relationship between people and the criminal underworld. Um, so this is another one in that, in that line, but it goes in a sense, goes against what had previously been thought to be the case in Australia, which is that uh, if Google or other uh, platforms link to material which is defamatory or uh, have some involvement in, in promoting it, then they will be liable for that defamatory content. This case uh, turns that on its head and goes against that. If Google is going to spread something... I mean, that's what search, engine, search engines do. Should they be liable? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. The case was is, is a full bench of the High Court, so five, seven judges. Five of them said, no, Google shouldn't be responsible, and two of them said that they should. And the two, in, in, in my view, when I, when I read through the case, the, the, the reasoning of the two who said that Google should be responsible it's quite compelling, I think, because what they're basically saying is that, well, look, Google's business model is all about putting people in touch with information when they search. They design their algorithm in a way which ranks results based on what people are looking for in people's previous search history. They have indexing and so on, which is designed to present this information. So they're not just like, uh, like an ISP that provides the pipe down which the information goes and has no idea what's going on. They're a bit more active in it. And so the two who dissented in this judgment make that point very clearly. And I think there is some merit in that argument. It's, you know, I think we need to get away from the idea that just because humans aren't uh, going out and uh, putting typefaces together in a newspaper in the old days, and actually curating the information with human touch, that uh, a platform like Google therefore is different and therefore is not responsible. In this day and age, uh, as we move more and more into artificial intelligence and so on, just because humans are directly involved in the presentation of information and so on does not mean that they shouldn't be liable, I think. So I think that the majority decision here really just says, well, Google is, it's all automated. And therefore, it, there's no real active involvement of Google in presenting these mm. results. I think that's a bit of a, a bit of a misnomer nowadays, and, and is increasingly so. And uh, you know, humans design these algorithms, so ultimately there is someone responsible, and Google makes a lot of money out of it. I was going to ask, you know, is it even possible for Google to stop spreading defamatory content? You know, do they have the ability to do that? Well, that that's an interesting question, and I think courts sometimes do get bound up in that sort of almost ex post facto justification. You know, the fact of the matter is that we have laws, uh, organisations build their businesses and should be building their businesses to to uh, to comply with those laws. The fact that they get big and so big that they can't possibly, in Google's case, 
possibly scrutinise every search result, is really not an excuse. You know, getting so big that you can't comply with the law is still not complying with the law. So at some stage in the development of a product, you know, from startup right through to a multi-billion dollar organisation, someone has got to say, well, hold on a minute, we do need to comply with the law if we're going down this track, which is going to put us uh, in non-compliance, then we should design it differently. Is this ruling going to make it harder for people to defend themselves against defamation? To defend themselves? Mm. Uh, It's going to certainly make it harder for people to take action for defamation because, you know, once, as, as, you, as we all know, once something is on the internet, it's very, very difficult to get, get rid of it. It's copied and it's repeated and it's, it's stored in various repositories all over the place. And Google is the way we find that sort of information or other search engines. So what this ruling means is that it's going to be very difficult for someone who is rightfully aggrieved by a piece of defamatory content to actually get rid of it. Previously, we had thought, well, let's let's make the publisher qualification, the definition of a publisher, very wide, to deal with the unforeseen consequences of them of that and the unfairness of that on publishers, who perhaps don't know what's going through their systems. We'll provide them with an innocent dissemination defence, so that if they don't know that the material is defamatory and don't have real, any real uh, active involvement in it, they can use that as a defence. They're still a publisher, but they can use that right. as a, as a defence. And that was the way in which the law balanced the, uh, the need for people to be able to take action about defamatory material and the idea that a publisher shouldn't be held liable if they just don't know. And what that meant was that you could then notify a publisher and say, look, this material is defamatory or likely mm-hmm. to be defamatory, and the publisher then could have a choice. Either they could take it down or they could leave it up and run the risk that they, in fact, lose their defence of innocent dissemination. Now, in this case, of course, they don't even get to the issue of whether there's a defence or not because they hold that Google's not a publisher. Right. So the difficulty with that is that from, uh, for someone who has alleged they've been defamed, they sit there and they can't really do anything. You know, it's, it's Google's got the, the links to the material, Perhaps they can get rid of the, the original material, but it's in copies somewhere else. And so there's no real way of getting rid of the links. So, Rick, this is obviously taking place in Australia. Uh, could Google use it as a precedent here in New Zealand, use it as a defence? Do our laws keep up with technology change? Yeah, and I think this is why Google fights these cases so strongly in any jurisdiction in which they arise, whether it's the UK or Australia or Canada or, and various, or the United States. They know that as soon as they allow a chink in their armour, uh, other cases will arise in other jurisdictions, and New Zealand is no different. There, have, there has been at least one case where Google has, has been an attempt to have Google take down material which is deemed to be defamatory or out of date in New Zealand. That case didn't go anywhere because the wrong defendant, the wrong Google entity was was brought in, and it, the, the court basically said, well, you've got the wrong defendant, you need to be suing Google Inc. in the United States because they're the ones who control the algorithm. So we haven't really got any case law directly, although there was a case uh, which went to our Court of Appeal with Ian Wishart and the publication of a book on the Kahui twins where there was a defamation action brought uh, in respect of people on a Facebook page. And that has some indication that probably New Zealand would go down the same track Mm. as Australia. Oh, Rick, really, really appreciate your time and expertise this morning. Uh, Really nice to talk to you. That was Rick Shearer there.